Hey everyone, we have no idea if this will ever get out there, but we're doing it anyway, and we think it could potentially be a good idea to give anyone who isn't a close friend a little more background about ourselves and what we're doing with the podcast and just about us, so we'll see how this goes. We, uh, we went to a Bible study thing today, and we're just chilling, hanging out before we go play volleyball later. We have a little extra time. We were thinking, hey, you know what? Maybe everyone is a little curious about who we are. Uh, we have some listeners from, we've seen Germany, we've seen Canada, a bunch of other stuff. Australia. Australia, yeah. So Lots of other states that I don't know anybody in or anybody that's currently there. So pretty interesting. And a lot of those people don't follow our Instagram. So who knows? Maybe they don't even know what, what we're like or anything like that. So we're just going to record this and save it for later maybe. But yeah, I guess first thing kind of we wanted to start out with was uh, just a little bit about uh, first year of college, kind of the transition from high school to college, like how things changed for the both of us, um, how we grew through that. And yeah, so you want to start off or would yes. you want me to? As soon as I showed up in Norman, the next day, the guy who's now my college pastor, he's an amazing guy, Clint, he invited my roommate and I to go get breakfast with some people and we were like, gosh, we have nothing to do. Sure. And then... Little did we know by the mid-afternoon, we'd have already gone to the lead pastor's house and have hung out at the church. So just his initiative and getting students plugged in and stuff, I was basically plugged in at a church as soon as I got there and have loved it ever since. But I will say, and I know Andre has some of this too, freshman year really sucked for me, to be honest. And I really wanted to transfer to Baylor, where another one of my close friends goes. And I almost did, but... I ended up staying at OU, and now I love it, so I'm glad I stayed. Yeah, too bad you didn't want to come to Georgia Tech, you know, but it's okay. Not all of us are at your elite engineering level. No, it's not elite, Uh, but I guess for me, it's a little different. Uh, I think for me, the story kind of goes back to high school a little bit. Uh, Going out throughout high school, I really enjoyed it and all that, but it wasn't until later on that I met Mike and some of the other friends that we have who are people who are rooted in, in, in the faith and actually care about that a lot. Getting to college, I don't, I don't, didn't really have that uh, community really the whole first year. And it wasn't really until the second year where I started looking for that, seeking that out. And I found that, and that was really helpful for me. And throughout the first year, there was just a lot of questions that I had about my faith, about what I was doing uh, with my life, like what my future goals were, how that fit into what God wanted for me. I remember like, Plenty of times I texted Mike and was like, hey, what, is, what does God think about uh, like asking, for, asking him for wisdom? Or what is this whole thing about uh, predestination or questions along That's those lines? That's an episode that we're going to do at some point. And it was, just, it was things that I was just struggling with and trying to figure out for myself and trying to uh, separate between what my parents had always taught me and what I really believed for myself and how to make my faith my own. And that whole journey really took over a year, year and a half, almost two years. And it was, it was really great. And it was really introspective and I learned a lot from it and I'm so happy that it happened. And I'm so happy that I went to Georgia tech over other schools that are closer, such as like UT or something. And I feel like it was the best place for me. And I'm really happy that I did that. Yeah. Like what you said about just maybe in a sense, deconstructing what you believe, or at least figuring out how all that fit in and what you truly thought, because I didn't really go through the same thing, but it was, there was just a lot of time that I had freshman year 
we'll get to this in a second, but sophomore year ended up playing baseball at OU. But freshman year, I had a couple good friends that were from Oklahoma, a couple friends there that were that are great people from home. But I really felt super lonely, and my girlfriend goes and at the time did as well, went to Texas Tech, and Andre was far away. One of my other good friends, like I said, was at Baylor. So I just felt really lonely, had a lot of time to sulk around, I guess you could say. But I do feel like God used a lot of that time to humble me and just to show me what it means just to actually have a community because I was plugged in at the church and I had and still do have an amazing girlfriend and amazing friends, but at the same time I still felt lonely. So I think the Lord meeting me in that place and just kind of shaping me through that was great. But my dad and a couple other people said to me that, I should try to play baseball at OU, and in high school, I decided that I didn't want to play, but then, essentially, I had not thrown a ball in eight months, but I just started to throw with a couple friends, and eventually, after a couple months of being persistent and stuff, I got myself a type of tryout and ended up on the team, so I went from having way too much extra time. My spiritual mentor has said before that a bored Christian is... A dangerous Christian and that was I don't want to say it was dangerous but it definitely was very unhelpful and I guess just this year looks so different before quarantine because any of my free time or any time that was not in class I felt like I was at the field so it, it really changed I think for both of us when we got to college like the transition was definitely hard and a lot of people say hey you know, going to college, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough transition, and obviously it affects people in different ways. But one way or the other, you're gonna you're gonna, I think, at least from both of our perspectives, you're gonna feel it in one way or another. Especially as you navigate it um, with the lens of looking at it through your faith, I think, and that transition of finding your own community and taking responsibility for for your relationship with God is really something that takes some time to develop, uh, figure out what, what it is that you want to do with that. Um, and really like devote yourself to that. And I think that over time it, it becomes something that you love and it becomes something that you never want to give up. Like those friends that I have in college, that's something that like, I'm always going to remember that those, those are my friends in college. And then also my friends I go to church with in college and my friends I have back home. And it's just really great once you like figure it all out. And college is just like such a great time that you can like, you can join a team, you can do intramurals, you can uh, study, do internships, have friends, you can basically do whatever you want, you have all this freedom, and I mean, now it's great, I think both of us really love where we're at now, and those growing pains were just something that we learned from, and it's something that shaped us into who we are today. Yeah, for sure, so as we've said, it's it's gotten a lot better, I have some amazing roommates up in Norman, and I'm living with them again this year, and so I'm really pumped for that. We always have a great time together, and then this whole COVID thing kind of came along. Really surprising, actually. I was out in California with the baseball team when the whole COVID thing started coming down, and we might have talked a little bit about this in our in our first interview, but then we just ended up flying back, and then I ended up at home. Baseball season was canceled, and then essentially where this whole podcast idea came from was... One of my roommates told me, because I had expressed a little bit of interest in it, one of my roommates, Grayson, told me that I should start a podcast, and I kind of laughed it off, but I kind of liked the idea because I am 
I am really into podcasts and I feel like I learned a lot from them and that God has shaped me using them. And so I began to think, so my original idea actually would never have been called Radically Normal. Not that I was against that, I just hadn't thought of it. It was going to be called 8 to Engage. It was going to be a three to five times per week podcast, eight minutes per morning called 8 to Engage, like eight minutes to engage your day, talk a little bit about the Bible, talk a bit about, you know, maybe book recommendations, that kind of thing, talk about you know, something relevant in our culture or, you know, what to look out for in the news today, maybe do a little bit of sports and then close it off with a prayer. And that was going to be kind of the, the roadmap I was kind of laying out. And that's what I thought of. And then I recorded one basic episode. I had no podcast equipment or anything. And then I sent it to Andre, asked Andre for a lot of advice. Dude, I don't even think you sent me the actual eight minute thing. You sent me an outline of it. Yeah, that's probably true because the eight minute thing was crap. Yeah, I don't think you ever sent it to me, but... (laughs) Just thinking back to that time, yeah, I don't think you sent it to me. I think you just, you mentioned you wanted to do it. Uh, you mentioned the idea, and I think you listen to a lot of, of uh, like, Christian podcasts, and whereas, like, I think I listen to, like, a kind of a variety of different ones. So I, I think you're kind of asking me, like, hey, like, how would I engage listeners, or how do I make this, like, more fun to where it's not just, like, me talking for eight minutes? And, I, like, kind of you were asking me, like, how could we get people more engaged? I think I gave you some advice and then like next thing I know you like texted me a few hours later and you're like, hey, would you want to do this with me? And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> my thinking was Andre had a lot of good advice and my very favorite podcast, I'll just say is Knowing Faith. And I love the conversation that JT, Jen and Kyle have. And so just thinking about that and then some other ones becoming something and a few others that I like. There's a lot of conversations going on. Food Trucks in Babylon is another one that comes to top of mind. So I really wanted to, or I thought it'd be fun to have a podcast where I was chatting with someone. And as you have probably heard or seen in the podcast, I am super passionate about the Bible, theology, books, all that, all that stuff. So having someone as a co-laborer in the podcast for the sake of the kingdom has been really cool. And well, we haven't stopped since. Yeah. I think, I think we make a pretty good team of, uh, working together to do something like this. I don't really think either one of us like envisioned that we would even be able to like get listeners or do anything like that. We kind of just were like, yeah, let's just go for it. And I don't know, like we kind of made some goals that we wanted like an X amount of listeners or we wanted to do this or that. And we started like investing into the podcast and doing all that work. And then before we knew it, the sad part was that I like got this opportunity to go work. And then I was like, we were like, what are we going to do now? We just started recording a bunch of episodes like pre-recording. And then now I got back and things are kind of like getting, they've been getting into the groove. Uh, we've been getting all these like new ideas uh, for the podcast. We've been doing, we've been reaching out to people for interviews and we've been growing with it and we're like reaching our goals that we had for season one. And we're like really excited about moving on to season two. Obviously, if we ever release this, I don't know when we would. But um, by that time, you guys would know that our next season is actually going to be uh, in the book of Mark. And we're excited about that. But now we kind of have so excited. We have more of a, a long term outlook for the podcast, more so than just this season. Uh, we've been talking about. Uh, where we want to go on from there, uh, Old Testament to New Testament, or kind of follow a different kind of pattern. While we're still working through that, uh, we're continuing to reach out to people to get them on the podcast to bring fresh voices. And we're kind of seeing this as more of a long-term project now, I would say. Oh, for sure. I I really like it a lot. And Andre was talking about the beginning of the 
the podcast and when we recorded a bunch and just having been one of the two people who has to produce it with Andre, I do a lot of the editing and he does a lot of the other work that's great. But some of the early episodes are just, you can just tell we're not very comfortable. So if you're still with us, thanks for being patient with that. And we are excited for season two because at this point we finished recording Nehemiah, but I do think it's kind of funny how we record episodes way in advance and sometimes, and then not that much in advance now though. Now we're kind of getting to the point where it's like a week or a week, week or so before, which I think is better because it kind of makes it the things we talk about a little bit more relevant, like, oh, we're, we just got done doing this or whatever. So I think that's cool. But yeah, we, we kind of are still doing them a little bit in advance. Yeah, because there was an episode that we recorded in May, and I said something about how, oh, I just want the gym to open. And then I had a friend who is just now getting to listen to the podcast. His name's Cole. Cole, if you ever listen to this, thanks. But he, he said he was driving just – this would have been in early July, and he was just now starting the podcast – and he heard me say that, and obviously it was like two months later, so we were a little bit more past the lockdowns, at least in Texas, and so the gyms were open, and he was just confused. So sometimes it's funny how we say things in an early episode, and then the way it unfolds as people listen is, is completely different. Yeah, and we're, getting, we're, we're kind of keeping that in mind more now, and trying to make it relevant to what's actually going on, and keeping in mind that we don't want to record like four episodes ahead or anything like that, but it is cool to see how we've progressed, how we've learned. A lot of people have like given us comments, which those are always appreciated, and we've learned a lot from that as well. Yeah, send those if you haven't. And we're we're working on a uh, we're thinking of working on a big project for between season one and two, which hopefully this comes out. After if it does come out, it, it would come we'll out see. before or after that. But we're also really excited about that, and I don't know we just have a lot of ideas and. We're kind of like mapping out how we could potentially drive back and forth between college. Obviously, I'll be in Houston. Mike will be in Oklahoma for a semester until Christmas break. Then we have Thanksgiving and Christmas where we could both easily work on the podcast a whole bunch. And then spring semester, we don't really know what's going to happen there. But then we get back to summer. So we're thinking at a bare minimum, if this podcast goes on for about a year or so, we'd have four seasons. And then obviously after that, Mike graduates from college. next summer i'll be done yeah so mike's graduating and then from there i mean uh, i guess it just who gets knows? harder i'm going to law school yeah it, get, it gets har- it gets harder and harder to to keep doing something like this but it's a worthy commitment we, we'll yeah, keep doing it one thing that we talked about was we were talking about our goals for the podcast obviously would be like how many interviews do we want season one and uh like what topics do we want to go over uh, we, we obviously wanted to like see it through from start to end of a season through a whole book of Nehemiah. Just random. What are some topics you'd want us to talk about? We haven't really talked about this, but just in the future, season two, three, four, whatever. I think in the future, I mean, our goal is definitely to do a Holy Spirit episode still. Uh, we still want to do a episode about predestination. We want to start getting into a recommendation actually from someone, part recommendation, part an idea we kind of took as well is episodes where Mike goes through a topic that I give him a few days before and then I ask him questions about it and he kind of gives different sides of a, uh, a philosophical or theological question and we kind of do something like that. That's something that we haven't really tried yet. Uh, obviously now there's there's been time constraints with Mike studying for the LSAT and me taking a class and working and all that but that's also a goal we've had and another goal that we had was also the I mean I wait actually before we go into that, wait, were there any like topics that you wanted to say as well? 
I'm not really sure. I think that there is... There's a tendency among people when, and this this was me in the past, but you start that Bible reading plan, you get to Leviticus, and it just kind of just goes straight downhill from there. I think it'd be cool to do an episode on the significance of Leviticus. Andre's never heard about this, but I think there's a lot to connect with Leviticus and the book of Hebrews and the New Testament. I think that'd be kind of interesting. Um... I'd like to do an episode or maybe one or two episodes per season starting next season where we we talk about a historical figure, whether that's Augustine or John Calvin or uh, Kierkegaard as a Christian philosopher from more recent times or just anyone like that, Thomas Aquinas, Martin Luther, Herman Bovink. I don't know. I just think it'd be kind of cool if we did an episode or two where we kind of talked about a theologian from the past. That'd be kind of interesting to me. And then obviously I just want to get some really cool interviews where we can get on people that we we really look up to. We'd love to have Matt Chandler on. We would love to have Louis Giglio on. We'd love to have Russell Moore on. Just some of those people. So I guess just a bunch of new things that we haven't really been able to do yet. And future seasons are definitely going to have more episodes in each season, especially looking at Mark. Uh, and Mark we're going to definitely be and, longer than Nehemiah. Yeah, and we've already talked about some ways to kind of put more than just one or two chapters together for an episode, like we did for Nehemiah. But... There'll definitely be more space to do a lot more of those topics that we haven't really had the chance to explore yet. But going back to our goals for the podcast and looking forward, one thing that we talked about was like, like on the platform we use, which is Podbean. Um, it kind of it, it tells us like how many people have listened to each episode and, and things along that nature, which is similar to like you could say how many subscriptions or how many uh, views you get on a YouTube channel or how many uh, views a song gets or that kind of thing. And we wanted to look at it from that perspective, but not. we had a conversation about not really letting it get into the perspective of, for example, how many likes you get on Instagram, right? Like, we don't want to just be just searching for, oh, we want to get as many downloads, as many plays as possible. Yeah, I'll just throw this in there. One of my favorite verses that I have to constantly remind myself about is Galatians 1.10. Paul, Paul says, For am I seeking the approval of man or of God, or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. And I think that kind of and habits what we're trying to do with the gospel with the kingdom we want to reach as many people as possible but we don't want the number to be indicative of of the success for sure and i think when i was away working and we weren't really working on the podcast it was when we had a lot of these conversations of thinking about views a lot for sure and i mean we're not perfect and we make mistakes at every every corner we have and all that just like anyone else and that's one thing that we that's one thing we definitely wanted to that to come across in this podcast that we're just trying to teach and learn at the same time and we've really transitioned into a different view of the podcast, which I think is much healthier and much better for the both of us, which is... Oh, I definitely think that. Even if we reach one person who has never uh, heard about the gospel, never heard about the things that we're talking about, doesn't have a relationship with Christ, if that one person, if if that even like sprouts the seed in their mind about who God is or about changing their perspective on things, then all the work that we're putting in, all the hours, all the money, it's all 100% worth it. And it's something that we want to continue doing. That or if you are a believer, just one person and they learn more about the scripture exactly. and everything, that, that's, that's success. And we were talking about this before. We we're actually talking about something completely unrelated. We're talking about finance and real estate. But we were talking about how the, the Bible's idea of success is not the American dream. The, the Bible's idea of success, I think, is really rooted in like Paul's words in Philippians 3, Philippians 4, 
says all those things he's gained, he counts as rubbish for the sake of knowing Christ. He talks about contentment in the next chapter. And I think the idea of success that the Bible paints is contentment. And contentment in that you know that, you know, rich or poor or whatever, however you see yourself fitting in the American dream or the Western ideal, it's about being content in God's provision for you and knowing that, as he says in Second Peter, as actually we, we learned at a, a Sunday class this morning, that God has given us all things and that we need to know our salvation, know our scripture, know our enemy. I don't know. I think that's more the success picture. And that's how we can, that's how we've been applying it to radically normal. And I think our, just our views on success in the podcast, they've just really, they've evolved a little bit. Not, not tremendously. I don't think we ever had like a, a self-centered view of it or anything like that. I don't think it was that extreme, but it's definitely healthier now. And I think it's, we're in like a good place where we have goals. We know what we want to accomplish, but we're, we're content and we're happy with the work that we're doing. And the biggest thing too is something that uh, Mr. Snyder said, who you guys would have already known by the time you hear this. Oh yeah, that's going to be really cool. Uh, but he said that one of the coolest things that he sees of the podcast is that we're getting to learn so much by doing it, which is something that we've talked about so much is that, at least for me, I've learned a tremendous amount by getting to just read through the Bible, uh, study for the additional uh, theology topics and that kind of thing. Oh, one thing we were talking about yesterday was if we were stranded on an island, this was actually in Russell Moore's newsletter, if we were stranded on an island and we somehow only seven books out of the biblical canon were given to us the rest of our lives, what seven books we would take. And so we started to talk about that and that was a pretty interesting conversation. I think it was interesting. It's also something that we kind of took and changed a little bit for one of our interviews that we did, uh, the interview with uh, Tommy Nelson, if you guys haven't heard that yet. But yeah, but we, we were talking about it. I think obviously, maybe not too obviously, but you'd want to have like the start and the end. So you'd want to have Genesis and Revelation just so you know uh, where everything started, where everything's going. If you are, I guess, stranded and have nothing else. <laughs> yeah, you want to know that the uh, that, that God is going to bring all things to a consummation in a good way in Revelation. So we picked Genesis and Revelation. So that's two of them. So, you got, so we got five left. And this is kind of where we started... Uh, Debating, uh, debating, and slash having different different opinions. I think we both agreed on on Romans. Romans is a great book. I think we differed on which gospel account we would take. I know you could say that John is so different than the synoptics that you could take John and one other one. I said if I had to take one, I'd probably take Matthew, and Andre said he would take John. So we each just took one gospel. Yeah, which that's kind of if, if you think of that, we both took a gospel. We took Romans. We took Genesis and Revelation, so that's four books. So we had three left, and out of those three left, I think the one we agreed on from the three left was Exodus, which we thought was very important, uh, just to the story of everything that goes on in the Bible, uh, kind of just knowing uh, what happened to to Israel and how that plays in. It's just super interesting. There's a lot of history there, and then 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 it was a little interesting. I. Th- I think Hebrews would be a great book, and there's a lot of connection to Exodus, Sinai, the Old Testament, high priests, Old Covenant to New Covenant in Christ. So I think Hebrews would be a great one. And then we kind of debated, like, okay, now would we take a prophet or the Psalms or anything? Andre said clearly the Psalms. Yeah, I think I would I think I think would take Psalms. And if I had to change anything, maybe sub out Hebrews for something a little bit more fun i guess you could say in the new testament just i don't know but (laughs) fun hebrews is a great book 
But oh, yeah, but no. we we kind of agreed oh, on Hebrews. No. But you know, maybe like something like First Corinthians or something. Who knows? But That's yeah, I I definitely I definitely would pick Psalms. And I think Mike decided on Ezekiel. I love Ezekiel. We had a little bit of a debate about this. Love... But yeah, picking okay. seven books is, is tough. <laughs> Ezekiel is like 48 chapters or something. I would love to do Ezekiel. It has so much connections to temple imagery, Old Testament, New Testament. We see ideas of the New Covenant, the whole Valley of Dry Bones story in chapter 37. I think that's such a good book, but I guess that's up for debate. We also considered Jeremiah. Isaiah is obviously a really good one. You know, you know what? I might have to take James. I just love James. Oh, yeah. It's short, but you know, I could read it several times and then... Andre Andre loves James. Uh, Proverbs of the New Testament right there. We did talk a lot about Isaiah just because it points forward to Christ so much, but I guess we didn't settle there. And then I argued that since in the old days, First and Second Samuel would have been one book and First and Second Kings would have been one book, uh, Samuel or Kings could have been another good pick. And I debunked that. I said that doesn't count. That's two books. No, that's, that's one. Just like technically we only went through half of a book in the first season. Ezra Nehemiah was one book. Yeah, I don't know about all that. But yeah, that was something we talked about yesterday. And it's something that it's different from the question in the interview, which was if you could only use seven books to teach, to, the, to teach the entire Bible, which right. seven books would you pick? And we both agreed that that would be a very different list because... For example, I would not pick James for that. No. There'd, there'd be no chance I'd pick James. Probably not even pick... I wouldn't pick Psalms either if I had to do that. Uh, I, I think having a gospel, maybe even two gospels, would be more... Uh, Definitely I, I pertinent. More pertinent in that case, having two gospels plus Genesis and Revelation. You have three left. You'd want to pick something like Jeremiah, maybe, or uh, Samuel, we said probably be a good option i think samuel's a really good option and then romans would definitely be something you'd still need to keep uh, on that list romans is so good so yeah so the list would be definitely be different and that was a list that was discussed in a previous episode if you haven't listened to that yet you definitely should because that was a good interview will be a good interview <laughs> <laughs> yeah it will be that's it that's all we got guys hope you guys uh learned a little bit more about us and the podcast and hope you enjoyed this uh randomness random discussion and uh entertained mike and i's boredom yep oh for sure we'll be back in season two or with some bonus episode maybe soon who knows what's coming when this is ever released if it is and we love you guys thanks for tuning in to radically normal until next time peace